0: Welcome back to episode 61 of the Nerd or Not podcast. Last time, Professor Corey stepped away to prepare some knowledge to drop on you about Transformers lore and toy history. Now let's continue with this, and our discussion over Endgame. Spoilers beware, but let's be honest. It has been over a month now. Oh shit, it is lab time! did you was get that? props yes Hold on a second. <laughs> he is in fucking character for this And <laughs> i just about broke one of them i hope i didn't because it's kind of important okay so um most of us know that uh the transformers line is a composite of several other like japanese toy lines from uh from way back in the day vintage mm-hmm. style uh the big two ones were the uh diaclone series that was where you got like your mid-level and, like, upper-level bots. Your Optimus Primes, your Jazzes, your Prowls, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are about, to this scale, maybe a little bit smaller. This is a recent guy. This is Evac. Oh, Evac. is from, Evac uh, from the ride, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, that is your typical vintage G1. Uh, almost the same size. I would use my Soundwave over here, but he's diesel as fuck and really huge. So, <laughs> here, let Bumblebee. Smallish with a limp, with a limp ass arm because this is actually thirty years old. <laughs> this is the first. Is that the one, the pullback ones? No, this is the first transformer I ever got, and this is the only one I hang, I hung on to throughout like wow. years and years of rent uh, disagreements and desperate sell-offs of my other collectibles and shit. Bumblebee has stood the test of time. Now, um, the Diaclone I, I just mentioned are the typical transformers, the ones that people think of as regular. These guys are from the Microchange line. Mm-hmm. which is why they're so much smaller. The microchange bots, before they were shipped over under the Transformers banner, were typically other things. Soundwave, for instance. Perceptor, the, uh, the microscope, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Reflector was another one. And they were all like, basically household items that would change in the robots for the Micronauts to, pil- to pilot and such. Sure. All right. This isn't a car. It's a Choro Q, because they're owned by the same company. They're uh, they're owned and licensed by the same company. Bumblebee, along with Cliffjumper, Braun, uh, who the hell else was there? Bumper and such. They're all Transformers that change in the ChoroQ toy cars. Huh. So Micronauts would hop in the Choro Qs and just haul ass everywhere while, like, I don't know, punching people's toes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're scaled like that. I never knew. So, that's, uh some more useless trivia that you can use to not get laid at bars. (laughs) And now the lab coat can come off because it's Florida and it's hot as balls down here. (laughs) Anyway, that's my presentation. Give me free credit, Professor.
1: I'm gonna give you props in ahead before he can do it, but I'm sure Patrick really loved the fact that you put on a lab coat for that. <laughs> Thanks.
0: This this is actually my my Lego shirt. I put this thing on for uh, the live streams because it holds oh, uh, okay. because it holds the brick
2: separator. Nice. So let's talk about Avengers Endgame. <laughs>
1: Sure. After an hour.
2: <laughs> get to our get to our main our main topic. You know, the only thing we're talking about tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah, the only thing, right? I mean, to be fair, we've got so much we've we've had so much shit happen to us, but end game. Let's just get this over with. Yeah. 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 So people died. Yep. They sure more did. people died rather. More more people died. Some um, people came back, but others died. Yep. Yep. Howard the Duck is alive. Oh, is he? Yeah. For some reason he was there completely invested in this battle for humanity when he is A, not a human, and B, even if he was, would be completely indifferent to the situation unfolding. That dude does not run towards danger. Where was he? I didn't even see him. blanking you miss it. Uh, yeah. It took Bob to point him out. He just pops out of, a, of one of those holes at the end with, quizzically enough, a Rob Liefeld cannon, I guess. And he's like ready to do battle as a duck. All, All right. right. Well, at least we got to see him. He's there. Cool. Um, cool. What the fuck? Uh, did any of us have, like, a, a plot development bingo card heading into the movie? Uh, I don't think
2: so. I don't think we really needed it.
0: I mean, it nah. was kind of... I did a cut, I did on a couple of things. Like, I knew that one of the majors, one of the principals was going to kick it. Uh, sure. I got on the wrong man there. It was, it was Tony. I thought they were going to throw the audience a blind, and they did not. Um, I kind of called Professor Hulk showing up because they've been playing up that... Uh, that subplot for a good like six movies.
2: Yeah, it, it they've it, it they've been uh, hinting hard at that one. Or yeah, it's for like, a while. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, shit! What the fuck else was there? Um, uh
2: oh! Uh, Black Widow kicking it. Called that one.
0: Black Widow kicking it, but what I didn't see coming was like a sly nod to um Moonstone was Mockingbird, right? Yeah. She was basically Mockingbird in this one. I mean. In appearance, yeah. with the uh, the red hair and like the blonde braid and shit. And I was like, oh, that's classy. Now, you're not going to be telling me that she was actually Mockingbird this whole time. No, we already had. Yeah, yeah. we had a Mockingbird already. <laughs> and unfortunately, that didn't go anywhere. No. And now ADC. she's the commander of the Orville. Yes. <laughs> 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 that is accurate. That is a status. She is not sweating whatsoever. Exactly. Um, it's a promotion. I appreciated that Endgame tried to make it clear that, that what they were doing was not time travel per se. But that they were engaging in quantum travel because they kept stating almost painstakingly over and over again that time travel movies are bullshit. And that is something that, okay, if you've known me for more than five years, you know that I fucking despise time travel movies except for Bill and Ted. And Back to the Future because it's so great, but the time travel aspect of it is total bullshit. Um, <clears throat> anyway.
2: Which was covered in Endgame.
0: Which was covered in Endgame. They kept, <laughs> they kept lampshading that like crazy throughout the movie. And it's like, all right, well, at least they're sticking to their guns. Quantum travel, I guess, can make sense because they're technically not traveling to another dimension. They're traveling to another variable of their own universe through uh, through some sort of, if I had to put a phrase to it, like atomic interchange. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense? Okay. Sure. I mean, this is comic book logic we're talking about anyway, so feel free to correct me where it needs to be or even where it doesn't need to be. Um, and, and all was fine and good. And then fucking Captain America shows up at the end as an old man. All right. So I'm, I'm going to get to that
2: because I, I have I have thoughts on Cap, uh, okay. old man Cap. All um, right. But I, I, there's a few things that I want to go over that I did not like in the movie. All right. Um, mm-hmm. They did say that time travel was bullshit, which mm-hmm. I agree with. But one of the things that I really did not like was that uh, while the rules for the Avengers were very clear that time travel was bullshit and we're not mm-hmm. time traveling. Uh, when it got to the big fight at the end, Thanos sure did just fucking time travel and bring all his old buddies back.
0: Yeah, but... Did he? Or did he just use the same
1: procedure that
0: they I was going to say, if there was still egress to the same quantum stream that they had used to travel back in time, okay, that's a plot hole that maybe you can just, like, kind of step through and not trip over the threshold for. But, straight up, according to their own rules... When uh, Cap was sent back in time and he lived out a linear time span, he should not have shown up in the present. Case closed. And it wasn't wasn't the bevy of other time travel movies that set those rules. It was the ones that they had established at the beginning of the movie. So why did we allow this? Basically, in another movie, sometime, maybe 20 years from now, somebody's going to talk about the time travel in this movie being total bullshit right before they piss all of their own plot down its (laughs) legs. in the cycle of, like, backseat quantum... Science is going to just keep perpetuating itself. So
2: the the main thing I did not like about Cap at the end was of all the characters mm-hmm. in the Marvel universe. If I can, I'm not I'll, I'll go one further. Of all the characters in comics, mm-hmm. any universe, the one guy that would not make the selfish choice mm-hmm. would be Captain Fucking America.
0: And he made the selfish choice. He totally
2: made the selfish choice. Yeah. You, you've you've had eight years of character development to say that he would not do this mm-hmm and no he's he, okay he's going to
0: by the way he was always able to pick up that hammer <sighs>
2: <laughs> no, don't fucking <laughs> look oh is this another source look, of- I, I, I watched age of ultron if he was able to pick up that hammer he wouldn't have been fucking straining and grunting so hard when he tried to yeah because yeah, guess what he picked that shit up lickety fucking split in this movie mm-hmm. fat thor was funny once and and
1: and then the joke wore off real fast
0: I liked I liked Fat Thor because they didn't return him to like stock Thor.
1: Yeah, okay. They so went all in
0: on that, and that was what. I
1: anticipated they they would do as soon as he grabbed
0: uh, Mew in back in the past. Yeah. I thought it would revert him back to whatever. I mean, like, how are they going to fix this? They didn't fix it because they didn't felt they didn't feel it needed fixing. His core problem in that movie was that he was depressed as shit from what what from what had gone down in the past. And if there's anybody who's like ever dealt with that sort of a depression or an emotional uh, emotional decline over five years. That shit can get really unmanageable. Uh, weight gain could be inevitable. I don't really know how it affects Asgardian physique and shit. But what I'm glad that they didn't do was be like, "All right, he's back to his old self again. Now he looks like a model." No, they put well, the
1: one of the Warriors Three was a giant fat ass. Uh, who was that? Uh, oh, uh, Ray Bol- Stevenson, Bolstag. right?
0: Bullstag. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and they even slapped the armor on him at the end over his newly acquired girth, and I was like. Okay, this is cool. We prefer to call that Paunch.
2: Thank you very much. Ponch?
0: Oh yes. <laughs> His unofficial name is Heavy Thor, by the way. I had learned that since then. Instead of like Lebowski Thor or uh Fat Thor or whatever. So
2: it wasn't so much that they I like I did I had no issue with them keeping him keeping him fat. That didn't bother me in the slightest. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was the repeated joke about him being fat. I was like, got it. He's fat. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Okay, move on. Let's let's there,
1: stop going to the well.
0: I'm trying to okay, after I know Tony calls him Lebowski once. Mm-hmm.
1: His mom told him to eat a salad once. Yeah, it, it was Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, it, right. it was, I, like,
1: I was like stuff remember. where I was
2: like, "Okay, guys, we got it." Like <laughs> All right. I'm with you. He's chubby. Yeah. He needs to get healthy. <laughs> he's he's a husky lad. He shops in the Bing and tall section. We're we're okay. Um curvy. Curvy, that's funny. Curvy for
0: works. <laughs> he's
2: thick like a bowl yes. of oatmeal. Uh, <laughs> Um.
1: <laughs> All right, I broke Corey.
2: <laughs> and Bob. Oh god, I've killed them oh, both. Man. Okay. This has been the Nerd or Not podcast. This will be our final episode as I have killed both of my co-hosts.
1: Uh and I apologize. Nah. I had a nickel for every time I broke <laughs> nah. that.
0: If I can, uh, if I can survive Bob shotgunning a naked chicken chalupa, I can survive. <laughs> I can survive that. If I can survive the two of them. if I can survive the pizza rant, and that happened in the like the early days. I do
1: want to bring up one thing about Endgame that I didn't. It didn't really occur to me till later mm-hmm. on, and that is uh, at one part where they go back in time and Bruce is talking to the Agent One. She says that. If any of the stones are removed from existence, that can disrupt the flow of time and reality. Yes. Mm-hmm. What did Thanos do after less than a month after his initial snap? He destroyed the I stones. I destroyed
0: the stones. It nearly cost so me my life. That
1: removed the stones from Shh, any sh- timeline, sh- basically. Sh- just let it go. Oh, it, it, am I stepping just, into other just movies? Let it, just let it go. It's okay. Yeah, just,
0: yeah. Just, was... just the,
2: the the thing you need to know about Endgame is that mm-hmm. uh, the rules that it established are are not worth investigating. They're arbitrary. They, they, they are totally arbitrary. Um, like, comic
0: book logic, as it were.
2: Yeah, and it's yeah. it's it's kind of like the worst kind of comic book logic because oh, it's, very much
0: so. Yes, it's
2: it's not like comic book logic where it's like we have to tie into this six issue story. Our comic book logic. It's uh-huh. we just need to make sure that they don't remember an hour ago. Logic. Yeah. Like, we have to keep throwing shit at them.
0: <laughs> this is this is when one writer, because uh, this is my guy, I can talk about this. This is one writer saying that uh, Plastic Man is one of the most powerful characters in the DCU. And then the next writer saying he's vulnerable to acid. All right. If I'm pissed off enough and I live in Oklahoma, I can apparently just walk into a courthouse with a vial of acid. Plastic Man's ass is mine. Yep. I just killed the most powerful member of the Justice League. With some acid. Yeah, with acid. All I had to do was go down to CVS, and that dude was a fucking The dude was just fucking peat moss.
2: I had to pick up a bottle of Pinch a Penny to to shock my pool. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and now Plastic Man is dead. So I I enjoyed Hawkeye. Uh huh. I was glad they brought him back.
0: They they gave Hawkeye something to do in this one. The horsemane was a little bit of a... Uh, things took a turn, follicularly speaking, the, the, for that character. Quaff or whatever
1: they call it. It was that, pretty extreme.
0: Yeah. It, even for 1983, that'd be kind of noticeable. He was in a bad place. Yeah, yeah that's a really like, bad place. He, like, that place was a bad barbershop, kind of a bad place. <laughs> <laughs> he, got that, he got that
2: cut in... Well, you know, for all we know, when Thanos sna- did the snap, he eliminated mm-hmm. all barbers. Yeah, that's, that could be true. He could yep. have just... done. He's bald. He doesn't need them.
1: Yep. But he found a tattoo artist to give him an entire sleeve.
2: Well, you know, little-known fact about Thanos, those aren't actually wrinkles on his chin. Those are tattoos.
0: Yes. <laughs> he, ha- he has an affinity for body modifiers. He needed... Just, he needed uh,
2: well, actually, he does. Yeah, look at, no, yeah. Look at uh, Nebula. Uh,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but by uh, by the same token, Thanos be bald. He's clean up here. So no friendliness towards barbershops. No. Whatsoever. Because he doesn't like being reminded of what he's lost. <laughs> In his quest for power,
2: <laughs> and what he what he lost was that sweet, sweet afro.
0: Yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> it was like earth, wind, and fire up top. It was it was gorgeous, and now it's gone.
0: <laughs> oh, oh man, I hope I hope somebody with Source filmmaker is watching this, because <laughs> I need to see that now. Oh
2: shit, <laughs> it it bugged me that Black Widow didn't get a funeral.
0: Yeah, Tony did. Yeah, we um, we had, we
2: had a big old shindig for Tony, but um, and
0: even the kid from Iron Man three showed up for that bastard. I did not realize that was him. Yeah,
2: who did? Like, uh, m-
0: I did because I loved Iron Man three. But I, I did, had to. I, I had did to recognize two. I had to recognize him from it though. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have known.
2: Okay, that's fair. Because like I, yeah. I watched it, I was
0: like, "Who the fuck is this kid?"
2: Yeah. Like, who, who is this <laughs> random fucking human just like hanging out at
1: Tony's funeral? Yeah, was he just walking by the cabin one day? He's like, "Oh, what's going on over here?" <laughs> he's the he's the delivery boy. He brings the newspaper. You know, it's <laughs> here. I got your flowers. Oh, my condolences. Yes,
0: <laughs> probably shared a couple of special moments with his mom, Tony
2: Stark. Thought it was really cool that we got to see Stature, even though she didn't have the the superpowers yet. Stature, um, uh, oh, uh, Ant uh, Man's Tony- daughter.
0: Ant-Man's daughter, right, right, okay.
2: Um, Which they're totally telegraphing Young Avengers.
0: They are. um, Well, not Monica. Well, Monica did show up in Captain Marvel, apparently. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, as a younger version of her. Okay. So she's, ah, yeah, the timelines wouldn't match up because she would be adult. And that's kind of what they were teasing with that. I think. Well, Monica yeah. Monica
2: wasn't in Young Avengers.
0: No, no, she was in Next Wave, and that's why I'm yeah. getting things gotcha. kind of mixed okay. up here. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So we've we've got uh the the kid from Iron Man Three can totally take the place of Iron Lad. You can right. You can bring in Girl Hawkeye, who's apparently going to be on the Hawkeye series if that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got uh, you know, what, Kate Bishop. Yeah, Kate Bishop. Oh um, shit. Because the, yeah, they're apparently doing a series. Or it's rumored. It's not definitive yet, but oh, um,
0: no, they better not fuck that up. Especially if they're basing it on the Rockford stuff that Matt Fraction did. I hope so. They better get a good lead because that kind of charisma is going to be really hard to pull off. Especially if she's like being like fucking cranky all the time.
2: It should be Aubrey Plaza.
0: It ought to be Aubrey Plaza. Yes, that's an amazing pick. Uh,
2: Aubrey Plaza and Jeremy Renner in uh in that. Yes, please. Just fucking give me me that. Don't even rewrite the scripts. Just give them the comics.
0: Is that where they're going with it? Fucked up Hawkeye?
2: Yeah. (gasps) From what I understand, yes.
0: Oh, hell. Okay. All right. Looking forward to that.
2: (laughs) Uh, I I say this because I have not seen, I haven't seen Captain Marvel yet. Mm -hmm. I I do not like her character.
0: Uh, At least in Avengers. Well, what is it that we keep talking about? Her just being Hal Jordan all the time. Apparently they got that right. (laughs) At least for the movies.
2: Because she showed up and it was like when she showed up and took out Thanos' entire fleet by herself. OP as fuck? I was like, okay, well, this is really anticlimactic now. This is it's <laughs>
0: anticlimactic, and B. When uh, when they did that girl power bit at the end, I was like, Yeah, where were you for the whole fucking movie? You could have taken care of this entire scenario by yourself. Almost, maybe give somebody else the lead. No,
2: I'm not. I'm not saying that she plays the role badly. She doesn't. She played her just fine. I thought she did. I thought I, I thought she was she yeah. was good as Carol, but I don't like the character tied into the Avengers.
0: Oh, well, she's basically poised to take Cap's position, right? why do you need any other Avengers afterwards
2: yeah like if you've got her who else do you need oh oh, I I don't think
1: she's stuck around you've got her Uh
2: you've got Doctor Strange everyone else can go home
0: yep yeah (laughs) basically oh and Smart Hulk
2: because you need a scientist so all right, fuck off everyone else can leave
0: a uh, scientist with one arm. Yeah, I don't know. I think the uh, I think the illustrator is like being way, way, way too much for the role that she was supposed to occupy in there. Um, and I know that like cosmic powers are a bit of a a nebulous concept to try to shoehorn to like any sort of a tangible conflict or whatever. But she's usually dealing with like extraterrestrial threats and shit. Mm-hmm. Same as the old Captain Marvel. Like everything that you saw in the old um, Abnet Lanning stuff. And by the way, how weird is it to have like a complete Infinity Gauntlet story arc taking place without Adam Warlock.
1: Bob? Not to derail the conversation because <laughs> I
0: know I know other podcasts do that way better than we do.
1: I really hope whatever, however they bring him uh, in, I really hope they do it right.
0: Like out of all the franchises to bring in Warlock, it's just that when, when you take the Infinity Gauntlet, you take anything Jim Starlin related to the Marvel Universe, it's always going to come back to Warlock at some point. Yep. And he's like, he's a non-entity in the MCU for now. So what are they gonna to pin to him afterwards?
2: They haven't even really introduced him yet right like they they had the cocoon but they tease. that's the extent. they, they tease you know. him
0: at the end of uh, volume two yeah but that's it and almost as it, they teased him almost as if he's just gonna be positioned to be the villain in the third movie well, if he's the Magus then okay oh sure yeah yeah absolutely mm-hmm. but he's gonna be Pipal so I know that they're like uh, what's the race that uh, supposedly like evolving him I forget what they're called. Oh, They're not the Universal the Life Church.
2: Universal Church of Truth.
0: Church of Truth. Whatever. I don't know. But point is, is that like you've got the gauntlet, you got the gems, you got no warlock, and it was kind of weird to just like realize what's happening here because like warlock was like warlock was like the big guy that was the stopgap measure in the entire conflict because otherwise he just wiped out the entire Marvel universe and there was nobody left to do time travel hijinks or anything like that. It was Warlock swinging his big golden galactic junk around, like, "All right, I'll just knock this glove off you as soon as I thought of it." Warlock, Basically, he just, was Carol Danvers in the comics. Just, 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 <laughs> just Warlock
2: and Pip the Troll, hard yeah, traveling galactic Pip. heroes,
0: and big dumb Drax. Oh, yeah, dumb Drax, yeah. Yeah. dumb Drax, big Garly old idiot it. Drax. So yeah, there were there were plot holes in that movie. There there were,
2: and I understand that the movie was spectacle. Like it's it and, and, and that's what it was all set up to be. Like it was you weren't supposed to think.
0: More more importantly, it was unwieldy as shit. And I think that a lot of us expected it to be. Oh, uh did you see what I posted in Slack about a week and a half ago about the big ass plot hole that Far From Home finds itself in now? How the fuck are they gonna write around that?
2: The thing about Tom Holland struggling to explain Avengers Endgame?
0: They're still in high school five years later.
1: Eh, well, <laughs>
0: I mean, in the special class, or... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Didn't they all get snapped out? Not all I, of them.
0: I, I don't know. They're going to have to, like... I what? mean, the fact, the fact that they had, like... Ex, I don't know. They could be, like, pimping the movie up by not explaining how they're getting around that, but they're still... Oh, I'm sure they y- will. Yeah, yeah. Because that would be a glaring-ass uh, piece of uh, piece of information to omit from something that was, like... I mean, as far as oversights are concerned...
1: You know, that, that would set up a couple of really good jokes, like, say... Flash Thompson was teasing these one kids mm-hmm. back when they were five years back, younger back than in the him. Freshman,
0: uh, back in freshman year, yeah,
1: yeah. And now he's back, and then now these kids are five years older. It's like, oh, okay, Flash, and
0: they just nutshot it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we owe you a couple of Rochambeaus, how huh, bud? <laughs> no, I was snapped. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that was cute. It, it seemed that like. It, when, when you talk about, like, a classic case of an ensemble film, especially a project of that size, which, by the way, up till now has been pretty fucking unprecedented, I mean, let's be real, especially on a corporate level, like, holy shit, the fact that the egos involved with the production of the movies didn't eat each other alive during filming is kind of remarkable in and of itself, but um, those pl- those holes were kind of big, and I mean that they were big from, like, an outline, uh, from an outline standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like, this was stuff that you should have had wrapped up before you began... You know, committing to dialogue and such. Those are the things that you. Uh, those are the things that you take. The monkey paw has dealt us. <laughs> has dealt us. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, uh, whatever monkey paws do. Um. Anyway. Final digit. It's final digit. Yes. It was like you're gonna get this amazing movie, and people are gonna take comic books seriously for now. But there will be three glaring plot holes. <laughs> <laughs> that you as a big fat fucking nerd are going to sweat out over for at least a good week and a half yeah anyway um so I mean, all, it was a
2: good movie it was a good movie i enjoyed yeah. it mm-hmm. there was just there was there was stuff in it where i was just like oh why yeah why 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 <laughs> but, and, hey, fucking whatever and and and, and it's and, and unfortunately it's not small stuff that, mm-hmm. that bugged me. You know, but minus, minus the fat Thor joke going to the well one too many times or mm-hmm. five yeah. too many times. Yeah. Um but but there was it was stuff where I was like that's stupid. Like why would you do that? Like that's just that's that's oh, were there that's, more uh Quill losing his shit moments in this? Well, no 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 no, not to that level. Like that okay. that's that's beyond
0: I'll, stupid.
2: That's beyond stupid. That's just the yeah. trail of the character. You y- know, yes. like like it it's like D- that's I- just you're doing that for the sake of doing it. You're doing it as a plot device. That's all. I'm
0: I'm I'm reading through Guardians again. I'm like, how did you guys? Where did you go wrong? Yeah, it's not the same character. No, yeah, you you and you and you ha- I know we've gone over this before. You had the right actor. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's going on?
2: Yeah, it, it's it's really hard to to rationalize movie Quill with with Abnett Lanning source mm-hmm. material Quill. Like it's just yeah.
0: capable but still human Quill. This guy is just. Fucking Don Cheadle spoke for everybody. Everybody in the audience. This guy's an idiot. How does he survive being out amongst the cosmos for as long as he has?
2: Yeah, like it, it, you know, it's weird because at, at the start of Guardians, and when when you deal with that, when you first meet uh, Pratt's Peter Quill, mm-hmm. he's at least moderately competent, and it just goes to shit as that movie goes on, and it's worse mm-hmm. in the second one, and it's mm-hmm. non-existent in Infinity War. Y- yeah, and he had what one line in this one? They've leaned into him just playing Andy Dwyer, like uh, like space Dwyer. That's all it is.
0: Uh, Burt Macklin. Yeah, it, less, it's, spa- right? it's
2: space Burt Macklin. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, <laughs> that's great. And I love that character, but mm-hmm. that's not what I want. But he's
0: not, he's dysfunctional. No. A and B, he's also like a self-imagined macro for a less capable idiot. Well, there's that. There's that ranting. So, okay, re- were the redeeming values for the film for you? I mean, we said it was good.
2: Oh yeah, no. I mean, I I liked a lot more than I did that I, uh-huh. I disliked. I fucking loved Professor Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Ruffalo is a goddamn treasure, and yeah. they, they need to <laughs> yeah. they need to keep <clears throat> that guy and Paul Rudd, Jeremy Renner signed to like life contracts. Yeah, and just keep them around forever. Yeah. Um,
0: I want to see fucked up and ruined Hawkeye so badly I can fucking taste it. And the fact that they're, like, teasing him doing TV. I mean, this guy won an Oscar. And that was the reason why they couldn't bring him back for too many Avengers or at least keep him in a limited role, right? Because he was, like, batting away offers, hand over fist.
2: He wanted to do more with Hawkeye. He wanted to play the character. He wanted to be in the films. They just didn't write him in. Okay. Like, like, it was, he was just like, no, I, that's my character. That's, that's who I want to be. But <laughs> yeah, they just didn't do it. Like he, like when they first started talking to him this like last year, uh, before uh, the stuff with uh, Endgame started launching, they're like, "What, what are you gonna do about Hawkeye? Would you want to do a TV series?" He's like absolutely, I want to do a TV series.
0: <laughs> like I love playing the character. So oh cool,
2: but well, that's yeah. and that,
0: that's something definitely to look forward to. Yeah. Um, one thing that I want to see happening with the MCU going forward, and I don't know if anybody else is, I might be just overthinking this shit. I'd like to see a bit more permanence. I think that's kind of why I was impressed with uh, with uh, Heavy Thor making it to the end of the movie because I thought for sure they were gonna like erase that like they they like they erased his missing fucking eye. That was supposed <laughs> he was supposed to have that eye patch for a good long time I think, and then the writers behind Infinity War were like,
2: "He's too pre- mean, he's too pretty to have an eye patch."
0: Yeah, he's too pretty, guys. We gotta you know, um, I want Rocket to say to stay in Rocket cosplay. <laughs> Because yes. it's a classic design. And furthermore, go all in on the fire helmet, guys. Gun's been uh-huh. hired back. Yeah, You have previs of him. Uh, Classic garb, it would be great. It would be different. Yeah. I mean, there's only so many different ways you can do different for this one franchise with a talking rat- raccoon and a biambular tree. And I know that would be kind of cosmetic, really. But shit, you've got the style there. Lean into it, you know? Uh, That'd be great.
2: Um, I will say uh for a character that I could not stand when I when I was first introduced to her in Guardians One, mm-hmm. uh I love Nebula. Karen Gill yeah, Karen Gillen she... fucking crushes that character. She's so good.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's, she's had a so hell of a time so far. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> uh I want her to be in as many films as they can get her in. She's great. She is an absolutely wonderful character. Yep. Um she's she's actually probably my favorite character in that whole film, was 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 Nebula.
0: You know, you know what's kind of interesting about her? Having seen this complete character arc uh, uh, evolve in the way it has, um, I think she was she was written to be uh, Moon Dragon's replacement because Moondragon oh, Dragon yeah. was initially supposed to be a daughter of Thanos. Yep. All right, okay. She started out as a villain, and then she eventually joins the Guardians. Like later on in the Abnett Landing run, I think mm-hmm. she was part of the original team. Or the original team the eventual team too she was an Avenger at one point as well she was an Avenger oh yep. she was in the Watch I'm sorry I'm getting that wrong she was in the Infinity Watch yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah her 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 character arc uh, over like uh, 20 or so years of uh, comic development has pretty much traced Nebula's arc from the first Guardians up till mm-hmm. now so I'm like okay you got Karen Gillan to play Moondragon I'm fine yeah I'm good <laughs> I'm good with that
2: yeah I, I am I, I really enjoyed her work I love Don Cheadle I thought Don Cheadle was spectacular as War Machine yeah um,
0: yeah, I was a bit bitter about Terrence Howard not going or not being brought back for uh, War Machine, but uh, Don's made the character his own, yeah. and it's all the better for it. So uh, about I, face on that.
1: I I
2: loved uh, Falcon returning on your left. Mm-hmm. Like that was the that was the best way to bring those characters in. Was yeah. was was Falcon doing the on your left shit? That was amazing. Yep. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm glad they gave him the uh, uh, the shield. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, not really sure
0: what Bucky's gonna do from here on out, but whatevs. I think it's because Stan Sebastian's eyeing more projects on the other side of the Atlantic and probably yeah and um and uh Mackie's made no bones about wanting to do Falcon for a good long while yeah for about as least as long as uh, RDj did Iron Man yeah so wait isn't he gonna
1: be part of a TV
0: series
2: there is, there is gonna be a, a, a Falcon and winter Soldier miniseries yeah on Disney plus right so all
0: right. Well, I'm wrong.
2: <laughs> well, you know, you, you're you're wrong, but you're wrong in so much that it's probably the way to write him out.
0: Yeah, okay. You know,
2: it, it's probably a way to, 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 to write that character off in the sunset and, and go from there. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of stuff I really liked about the movie. Uh, I, I liked... Uh, I know it wasn't in the film, but I, I like there was a piece of fan art where uh, they it was Red Skull because uh, he's at he's at the the Soul Stone, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a piece of fan art where Red Skull is walking or floating down the steps up to where uh-huh. the Soul Stone is, and yeah. he's got a Hawaiian shirt on and a big sombrero, and he's carrying bags. Uh-huh. He's like, "Finally, I can go on the vacation,"
0: <laughs> and he stops.
2: <laughs> Steve Rogers of Earth, you must sacrifice something
0: great to get. Some- <laughs>
2: I was like, all right, that's pretty fucking funny.
0: Um, see, so you started describing that. I thought it would have been like um, after uh, Hawkeye takes off with the Soul Stone, you see Red Skull go behind like a curtain somewhere, and he's got like boxes full of fucking things.
2: <laughs> okay, time to toss another one down the pipe. All right, here we go. All right,
0: He's just next? looking at him. He's like, I am one sick motherfucker. <laughs> oh, shit.
1: Uh, yeah. How, how do you return the Soul Stone? Well, you don't
2: because they established that already in the movie. Uh, well, but, you know. but but mm. hey, fuck, it's mm. irreversible. But hey, yeah. fuck it. We're gonna get Cap back together with Peggy because Cap's gonna make the selfish
1: decision. Maybe that's how uh, it gets into the hands of Adam Warlock down hey, the line.
0: Oh yeah, he was a, he carried the Soul Stone for the longest time, didn't it, he? He was the Soul Stone. Oh, he was. Well, I he mean, lived that, in it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. I remember that bit. Now. Um. Shit. Uh, don't you just take the soul stone back to, back to like a red box or something? And then <laughs> just enter it into the yeah, little soul stone elves, take it back to to shipping. And then, you know, I got, I got my
2: soul stone when I used one of the rechargeable uh, uh, Visa cards. So oh, I, just, nice. I, just, I just paid once and I get to keep it as long as I want now. I didn't it's know that was cool. a
0: benefit. Was it Capital One or one of the other ones? Uh,
2: vanilla, <laughs> I think it is. They sell them at Target. It's pretty vanilla.
0: cool. Vanilla. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, All yeah, right, yeah. cool. All right. So just so you know, like for promoting endgame, Red Skull's just dishing him out.
2: <laughs> how did he re-inject the ether yeah. back into Natalie Portman? Oh, you know how he did it.
0: <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> that's that's sick and depraved, and I don't want to be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, turkey baster. This is the, a turkey baster. That's what it is. The entire <laughs> the
2: entire cap has to return all the Infinity Stones back to where they got them. Plot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: that was written off in like eight seconds
0: very much so yeah
2: yeah it's like yo, oh, he's got to do this it's like wait no hold on no mm-hmm. it's like
0: <laughs> like nobody there was kind of like nudging nudging to the other avengers like you know he's gonna fucking hang back for like 40 or 50 years right yeah you just, is this is this you sure you want to do this okay all right you know it's gonna fuck up this entire plot right universe will be destroyed and shit <laughs> all right just let him get laid whatever i don't care <laughs> so
2: so here here's 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 uh, here, here's something that I that I, I think is is the only way that they can write this off or, or make this work is if they do this and Cap taking his time to get back shifts reality and that's how mm-hmm. they bring in all the other characters because mm. now that now that they got the Marvel deal with Fox
0: yeah like they got X Mangs
2: reality has changed slightly Some, something something has well, shifted
1: if you think of the next movie down the line there's a lot there's talk of. Uh, multiverse. Mm. Well, you know what, I'm not
0: giving any stock to that.
1: Uh, b- well, well I, I say that with one hand, and this hand says that that line came from Mysterio, yeah. who's a habitual liar. Yes,
0: exactly. The guy's a con man. For fuck's sake. He's an actor. He's a piece con of shit. Mi- the, the, the funny thing about con men and comic books is that people still write them as con men when they don't fucking need to anymore. Yeah. Can you ima- imagine, imagine how much easier the sting would have been to pull off if Paul Newman was like, yeah, I'm from an alternate dimension. <laughs> I'm from an alternate dimension where all men are pretty. <laughs> he'd, have such a, he'd have such a solid in. And then Robert Reffer would be like, all right, we can make this work.
2: Oh man, seeing Robert Redford again was awesome.
0: Yeah, that was very cool. I, I really liked that. That whole sequence was like one of the most enjoyable parts of the movie. And kind of like where I'm giving all the plot holes, you know, a bit of a pass, because we got uh, we got America's ass out of it. Yep. <laughs> uh, we got the Hulk. We got the Hulk pretending to be the Hulk. Yeah. disinterested uh, uh, Hulk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smash. And we, got, and we got the Hulk debating moralist philosophy with the <laughs> with the with with Tilda Swinton, basically. Yep. And that one. That one paid for my admission like two times over already. So like, yeah, there was a lot of good faith that was sown in this movie. There was, given you know, given the you know the stuff that we were complaining about previously. I, I liked
2: the and this is this is a plot hole because this again goes back to that we have to put it back to where it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked the way that they set up the new Loki series on Disney Plus by having no, him sh- sneak away with his own tesseract.
0: Oh yes, yes, yes! Yeah. yes like that's I was right. like he,
2: like he, he, he grabs it and disappears. And I look at Meredith. I said, "Well, that's how he gets his TV series mm-hmm. done. That's it, right yep. there." <laughs> hey, as long as as long as Hiddleston's involved, that's exactly all I want to hear about. Yep. Yeah. And that's a, that's a plot hole I'll allow because, mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's involved, and that's all that matters. Decent plot holes. Yep, yep. Loved that Korg <laughs> was back.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And hey me. man. <laughs> So that's all endgame and shit. Yeah. Uh, what, have we, what have we been doing recently? What has been distracting us for the last couple of weeks? We give this brief because I can be—I can tell you that like for the last straight week, I've been uh, letting Red Dead Redemption install onto my PS4, <laughs> and and I'll let you guys know how it is when I start playing it. It looks like we're up to about eighty-two percent now. <clears throat> oh, off, almost yep, there. Almost there. We're close. Just three more days. Uh, yeah. I've got it installed on mine. It's good. Yeah. It's a slow ass game. Yep. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Um, I've gotten to the part where it, I think it goes open world, but I have put it down since then. Um, the only reason I'm not saying that I'm not returning to it because I'm not interested is because I paid for it and I don't want to feel like an asshole. It looks like it ought to be a good game. I can't wait to jump back into it, but I'm going to wait a little bit longer. Which part? Which part are you at? Uh, I'm at the part where they just uh, wound up outside of uh, heartache or Lovecraft or whatever the fuck. They set up the first camp, basically. All right, so
2: you just got done with the mountain pass.
0: The mountain pass, yeah. Okay, that was really cool. This game does a lot as far as like cinematic presentation goes, and I mean that in an interactive sense. Yeah. Because Because um, there are games that are like very hands off when it comes to like presenting the story and the narrative and such, but uh, that was one of the cooler moments in the game. Was just piloting up that stagecoach uh, through the mountain trail. Yep. So nifty, but. Man, um, they did not optimize the controls at all.
2: Uh, No, no, they didn't. Uh, And and they're also leaning in that, especially in that opening sequence. Mm -hmm. They lean very heavily on the fact that, hey, no one knows what's happening. Let's get this all set up and hope that we're not testing anyone's patience. They totally do.
0: Yeah, very much so. And this is a guy who's done at least, uh, I'd say, 200 hours in three Bethesda games. And because of side quest addiction i tend to stretch out those introductory hours quite uh generously and this thing was trying my fucking patience yes. that day i was like four hours in guys we need to get we need to a- yeah let me let
2: me get to the point where i can play the game yes like- yeah very much so <laughs> uh the good news is you are now at that point
0: um All right, nice you
2: you've got uh one more required mission that you have to do okay uh and then it's it's as open world as any rockstar game gets it's there's there's plot missions that'll move you along but yeah. you can just go fucking right around as far as you as, as far as anyone cares. So
0: funky, excellent. I'm gonna finish the Iconoclasts first, and probably like three other independent games. Yeah. Um, but then I'll get back to it. Yeah, I still really need to finish Spider Man though. Yep. Because no lie, that game is like stupidly playable. Uh, but it, it's open worldness kind of. If something else pops up on the radar and I've got this sitting there, I'm like, I kind of just step away for a little bit and then suddenly it doesn't exist anymore.
2: I'm, I'm the same exact way.
0: Yeah, Peter's sitting in front of that uh, that uh, Pipe, Dream, Pipe Dream UI thing that he's got back at the lab and he's like, look, I thought pizza time was forever. Where the fuck did you go, friend?
2: <laughs> yeah, I've got to get back and finish the DLC for Spider-Man. Um, mm-hmm. I keep getting distracted by other stuff that's in my backlog. Mm -hmm. Uh, like i'm playing um what's the third one shadow of the tomb raider shadow
0: okay yeah so i'm I'm
2: playing through that right now which is really fucking good
0: Still have to finish the first one um (laughs) shit
2: but uh there's there's one major thing that bugs me about it Mm -hmm. um that didn't happen in the first two lara's hair never gets wet like so she'll she'll fucking dive underwater and hop out of the water and uh her hair will be just pantene clean the second she gets out it's like now no, that didn't happen in the first two. You had like hair matted to your face and shit. So
0: yeah, and that's on PS3 tech, wasn't it? Yeah, or six gen tech.
2: Yeah, it's a that that's bugging me a little bit, but ponderous. Uh, the game itself is great. Like it's it's yeah fucking solid.
0: Now, when you said something happens to her in the third game that didn't happen to her in the first two, I was about to guess she becomes a tomb raider. Oh,
2: she does. She does. oh she does oh yeah.
0: okay cool good um,
2: all right well <clears throat> I believe so I'm not done with the game yet but yeah <laughs> um. Uh, I, I will say it is it is jarringly hilarious because I got the I got the Steelbook edition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really fucking fun to put her in one of the costumes from the PS1 where, okay. where it's like full on polygonal Lara.
0: It's all polygons. Yeah. So it's, it's right. like
2: it's like triangle tits and, and crazy <laughs> heads. And it's like, yeah, no, this yeah. is how we're playing this game from now on.
0: Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the boobies of Giza. Yes. As they are known yep. to some. Right.
2: Uh, but but that's really good and then i want to play uncharted again um Mm -hmm.
0: i got an itch for that again and then i've got a zillion other games i still have to fucking play because life is good for uh for the gaming side yep for the gaming style um i just started another game called slay the spire today
2: heard good stuff about that
0: that is entrancing yeah um you're in the you're in the hand of fate right yeah you started playing it right yeah okay good it's a lot like that okay um yeah uh, I can't say too much about it yet because I've only gotten about, like, uh, it was funny. I started playing it, like, maybe 40 minutes before we came before we came on the air. And I drilled through, like, a good 10 stages of it, like, easy. Um, not that it was an easy game. I just kind of kept to them until I realized that we were about to go on the air. Uh, but, yeah, that'll suck you right in. Uh, Iconoclast I've taken up again. Uh, after I finish that one, it's uh, stuff from, like, the previous year. I'm probably going to try to get through at least one of the narrative tracks of the Red Strings Club because it does slow down at times. And I've had a million and a half roguelites that I'm never gonna finish, so let's not even talk about that shit. At some point, though, I would like to get give Hand of Fate uh, an honest go because I got uh, I got through like one of the card tracks, and then I was like, "You, I gotta finish uh, this, this, and that." Basically, what we're doing right now, mm-hmm. before I can get back onto this. Oh yeah, I was playing Skyward Sword at that point. Shit. Ugh.
2: That's like two years ago now.
0: Mm, yeah, it was because I was waiting to get a switch, and that's why I started playing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know what? Just <laughs> I, I wash I wash my hands of it. We're just gonna play whatever comes up. Fuck it. So I, I actually
2: just picked up uh, for now the third time because I buy all Image and Fortune games three times. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I I bought uh, Steamworld Heist again. Yeah. Oh, Steamworld Heist. Uh, yeah, I got I got the, oh. the ultimate edition of Steamworld Heist on Switch because it was on sale last week for mm. f- four bucks.
0: Yes. And That's I was right. And I was yes. like.
2: This is one of my favorite games. I will absolutely buy this because I haven't played it in HD yet
0: dude I'm on my third playthrough of that shit God. I'm not counting I'm not counting it towards my queue by the way. That's just one that I have to go back to every yeah. once in a while. That game is so yeah.
2: good. Uh-huh It's so fucking and, good
0: And it was so funny when they announced that Steamworld Quest was going to be like their first foray into RPGs it was like, well no, you've already done it uh, and Steamworld Heist was it. you actually you actually refined something that I that up till now I kind of thought was unrefinable and that was a strategy RPG. And they were like, I mean, what what did it take for them to do? Turn it planer, two point five D, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I completely understand. Um yeah, that that tra- that thought was about the trail the fuck off.
2: Yeah, um. <laughs> I, and it, I, I'm playing it again because I've I've also got Steamrolled Dig Two
0: mm-hmm. that I've
2: started playing, and I want to get to SteamWorld Quest eventually, but that's that's still down the road. That's it's
0: a, yeah. Just wait until they announce their next SteamWorld thing. It, and then exactly, because that. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah all right so that's what uh that's what we've been uh uh, bob you been uh thumbing it up any game wise no i've i've been really busy
1: yesterday i actually tried to edit some of our uh, Adventures club Mm -hmm. video and i just ran into like a creative block so i did what i normally do in that situation i just fuck it i'm gonna watch some anime nice oh what are you been watching that uh, I was trying to watch Mob Psycho 100.
0: From the uh, One Punch uh, Man studio, right?
1: I think so, because the animation is very similar. Some of the jokes are very yeah. similar. I got maybe 7 episodes in before I realized I was watching season 2 and I completely skipped over season 1. I don't know if anyone else has had this kind of trouble. I've been fighting hard with the the Verve app. Yeah, just, when
0: did the commercials
1: start all of a sudden? Uh, as, far, as far as I know, they've always been there. I've never had a subscription service. I know y- yeah, you
0: did. Yeah, I I still have a premium account, I'm sure, because I see that I see that $7 uh, deficit on my uh, on my statement every month. Um $8, $8 whatever. Uh but I, uh, I queued it up the other night and I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to get caught up with Goblin Slayer because I read the uh, corresponding manga, so no- none of this is going to get spoiled for me. And I didn't know that it was out of order. The anime is a different order than the manga is. Whoops. Um, so I started watching that and I'm like, God, these commercial breaks are fucking long. What happened? Oh, they used to not be commercial breaks. So what is this about? Is our I don't know,
1: and then I hit one commercial break that just looped five times in a row. It's Like, oh, that's not eh, annoying at all. Streaming on
0: browsers is very, uh, very much a contestable territory. Here's
1: the thing: I I watch it on my PC, works fine. I watch it on the PS4 or on my TV on the Amazon Fire app, mm-hmm. and it just it just loops. It's like the the loading screen, just like uh, we don't know what to do. This we're not working. It just uh, give up. Oh. So I have to. I don't want to watch everything on my PC. Mm-hmm. But um, that's what I was trying to do yesterday. But earlier today, we went to Animal Kingdom mm. because there's a newborn gorilla we wanted to check out. Monkeys. Yeah, monkeys. Little little baby monkey <laughs> were running it's, around. It's, it's an ape, you fucking heathens. Yeah, well, sue me. Okay.
0: <laughs> 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 it too easily. Right. We're getting litigious now. <sighs> uh,
1: I couldn't, I didn't see it anyway. It was, we waited for probably a good 40 minutes and it was off doing ape things i
0: baby ape wouldn't come out of his trailer unless you bought him locally <laughs> sourced bananas <laughs> oh cool we
1: wanted to go because t- i think today was the last opportunity for us to use our passes before they black out for the, the summer blackout dates yeah, the- and
0: th- funny that i was about to buy an annual pass and uh, suddenly it's blackouts
2: but you got to eat at the yak and yeti today right
0: uh-huh.
1: yeah and had some of the best food <laughs> yeah, in my yak life and Yeti
2: was fucking amazing
0: well, talk about the stuff you plan on pooping out then. When you see the greatest food of your life, you're kind of pitting that against not only the stuff that you get from the wine and food or the wine and cheese festival or whatever the fuck it is that Epcot has. <laughs> but we have some like we have some killer diners in this area. If there's one thing that you can say positively about Central Florida against it's like many fucking disadvantages. Food culture is robust down here. We got good. It, eats yes, here. we do.
1: Yeah.
2: One that it is it is definitely one of the things I miss.
0: Um, so, with, like, what was? What, describe like something that you got from Yak and Yeti that you can't get at like La Cellier or whatever the hell.
1: Well, I'll, I'll just tell you what mm. we had. We started off with some dim sum, which I am a sucker always a good for start. Yeah, potstickers, dumplings. Would you say uh, uh, that was dim sum good eating? Dim was some damn good eating. Yeah. Barbecue chicken dumpling is just oh mm, goddamn ah. that sounds delicious. Oh, it was so, so good. And then I had, uh, they had a specialty menu out for lemongrass chicken with kumquat mango chutney on top of rice with seasonal vegetables. And wow. Yes,
2: please. That sounds amazing. Every
1: every bite was fucking heaven. And then uh, I decided I'm not going to show it right now. I'm going to make a video of it, but I got a mug that uh, it's not, it's not, because obviously um, Yaki Yeti is not a polynesian uh restaurant it's more asian sure. culture uh but i did get one mug it's on the shelf now i'm gonna do a little show on it later and like another series on our youtube mm-hmm. channel cool
2: excellent It, it I, I will say this is because i am the 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 tiki snob amongst us mm-hmm. uh it will most likely count as a tiki mug because there are a lot of asian restaurants that serve and sell uh tiki drinks and tiki mugs this is true Pan Pacific culture. There's a place in uh, There's a place in Boston actually called Kowloon. If you want to look up a fucking crazy ass, actually, I'll I, the guy. Some of the guys at work go to uh, live in Boston and they post pictures mm-hmm. of it all the time. So I will post yeah. a, a picture.
0: Well, there's there's also a place uh, south of uh, Greenwood, Indiana, that I th- the name of it was really generic, so I can't tell you exactly what it was called. It was something like China Garden or somewhat, but it is a Chinese restaurant that was built inside of an old tiki sort of a. Uh, a mid mod joint. It even has like the cheap little bridge over a tiny stream in the middle of it, leading nice. from the, you know, the mater D to the main uh, dining room. But mm-hmm. it has like two bar areas as well. So you knew what went down in there. It could have been a strip joint at some point. But when you look at the exteriors and all the interior decoration, it all segs into each other, even though it is apparently very much so a Chinese restaurant. So you're going to find places like that. I know that there's an account on IG that I. Used to send pictures to you until I found out that they were privated for whatever fucking stupid reason, and uh, they post a lot of uh, of those sorts of restaurants that are still operating, but like, um, but outside of their uh, original function. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a very regular thing. That's cool. I think the, I think the only other
2: thing that's really been going on these last couple of weeks, uh, at least for Bob and I, has been mm-hmm. Game of Thrones.
0: Y'all can talk about that. I've gotten all the spoilers. I can t- I can stand so whatever. You're not going to ruin anything for me.
2: I I this series didn't bother me. All right. <laughs> it didn't bother me at all. Like there there is there was some stuff where yeah it felt uh, it felt uh, rushed. I
1: I felt there were times where if the episode didn't feel very pedestrian, it did feel a little rushed. But if I had to give an overall rating, I would say it was all yeah, right. It, was- it wasn't what I was expecting it to be. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. But it was still it was okay. I, it was a very satisfying ending for me. Yeah, it, for sure.
2: it, the, it was. It was fine. The final season was fine. It wasn't good. It was fine. You know, like there, there was definitely things that would have changed. Uh, one of those things is not the the Daenerys downfall. I thought that was perfect.
0: Yeah, because bec- she's a Targaryen. They're yeah. all fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: she, she not only is she a, is she a Targaryen. She's been saying since season one, "I will rule with fire and blood."
0: Okay. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, she you're, did. Yeah, you're not nice. <laughs> you're you you're, you're gonna go cray cray. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I heard so, about uh, Jamie Lannister's uh, eventual. Yeah, I didn't like that. It didn't bother me. What What happened there though? The, I didn't get the details on it. Well, he He
1: kind of swerved towards the good guys, and then he's like, "Fuck all this! I'm going back to my sister."
2: Uh,
0: which well, that's uh, that's Jamie's
1: character arc. He that's what he does,
2: and he has always done, and he will always do. I know. Forever in a day. Um.
0: I mean, not to sound too much man-cardy, but good trims, tough to pass up.
2: (laughs) Even if it is your sister? (laughs) Even
0: if if you're related to it. I Uh, suppose.
2: (laughs) Uh... I, I, I don't, I did not mind, uh, Arya being the, uh, the, the hero and killing the Night King. I thought that was fine. I love that. What's, um, absolutely love it. What's the
0: Night King? Oh, uh, the Night King. Yeah. I, I've thought of, I thought K was like, I don't know who that is. No. Uh,
2: I, I, I was glad we got to see Clegane Bowl and see,
1: uh, the Hound in the Mountain fight. <laughs> um, I love how it got that title. I absolutely fucking love that title. Like out of out of the whole
2: thing, the the like the 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 person the the person the character I feel the worst for is the dragon that's still alive. Mm-hmm. That poor fucking creature, man! Like it's your mom's dead. You don't know what to do. You're just gonna fly mm-hmm. west. All right. Your brothers are dead. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not your fault that the that the crazy lady that birthed you wanted you to burn the village to the ground. Go go be Trogdor in Essos or something. You know. Like,
0: <laughs> or go settle in a mountain somewhere and start saving up.
2: Yeah. Yeah, go be smog.
0: <laughs> go be like, smog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently you get your own movie at some point. Yeah, it's really cool. It's, yeah.
2: it's called The Desolation of You. It's great. Yes, uh, I
0: know. So you got that oh, to look forward oh, to.
2: Desolation of You is my, it's a, it's not a cover band. It's, mm. a, it's an album that is uh, for my Smith's cover band name.
0: Oh! Oh! Nice! Nice! Yeah. Nice!
2: Uh, but yeah, I mean, I thought the last season was fine. Uh, it, it's it, and it's something that I think uh, in a couple of years I will probably go back through and watch the series again um, because there's still a season I have not seen. Like I have not seen anything of season seven, so I, oh, I, yeah. I just skipped into season eight. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, it's I don't know. I forgot there was a season between 6 and this one. Yeah. <laughs> it was so long ago. Well, by the middle of 6 it starts becoming kind of fan fiction-y, right? They they still
1: had a guideline to go by through season 6. It was season 7 and 8 they were like, uh, "Let's just make this up."
0: Yeah. Yeah. But then but then it was like a dude playing with his action figures. It was like, "All right, all these people that have like never met before somehow wind up in this same location." And then all these people who have never met before also wind up in the same general location. And these are your teams now. And it's basically like just putting your G.I. Joe's against your Barbies if you're like in a poor family, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Game of Thrones. It was a little gamey at the end. Yeah, I guess it was 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 fine. Yeah. All right.
2: (laughs) That's the best thing I could say. It It was fine. I I mean, overall, I'm, I'm left happier with the series than I was than I have been for other series that have ended that have run for a long
1: time. So, mm. like those those What's... first
2: those first 5 seasons of that show are fucking incredible.
1: They're definitely unique, yeah. It
2: gets a lot of grace for that, you know, where it's like, okay, no, yeah. you're okay. The
0: the amount of the amount of bitching that occurred over this uh, final season was uh, kind of what it kind of it kind of puts you at odds with yourself because there's criticism and criticism is allowed. You know, you're you're a fan. You you part you partake in these I don't want to call them products because that makes them sound very impersonal, but you, you become emotionally invested somehow, you know? And you want to say, yeah, a lot of the balls were dropped in this last one. You could tell it was rushed by the amount of your production errors were involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every other day, a fucking coffee cup or some shit showing up in the background. It's like, dude, you have a continuity agent and a floor fucking manager, and that's in addition to whoever's DP, who's directing, and who's editing afterwards. Yeah, this shit was put through the grindhouse especially with like a project of that size at the end, somebody should, somebody should have caught those errors. Mm -hmm. Who knows how many they did catch. I should be able to say that without being called bitchy. But the thing is, is that like, if we're watching the show and we're bitching about how the story had developed and we're bitching about what was set in stone before production even began, calm down. All right. It didn't, it didn't hold up. It's, I'm not going to say promise. It didn't hold up its potential. Which of which has been built up over the last seven or eight years or so. OK, there is no way that they were going to be able to deliver on that because you had already held that promise within your own head. Whatever you imagine wasn't going to be satisfactory enough. Might as well cut the budget a little bit <laughs> yeah, and start looking to start shopping resumes out because, uh, you know, to, to Lucasfilm and whoever else, because apparently that's happening. The petition's not necessary?
1: No. I think that's a waste of time. There's
0: a day or two's worth of uh criticizing about it, impassioned criticizing that you can get up to. Maybe three years from now you can be like, yeah, the lost final season wasn't that great, but you know, I'm done. Calm down a little bit. It's uh it's not worth hanging on to. I think
1: Jay Jay pretty much nailed it, uh, was saying like the first five seasons, they set the bar so high. Yeah. You you you, you can't jump over this eventually unless you just do some spectacular well, writing. You were
0: invested in it already. Had already come to pass. You, you cashed those checks as soon as that final. As soon as as soon as those final seasons were done. Okay, everything that came else. Everything else that came out afterwards was something that you didn't invest in yet. And no, and nothing was being asked of you. I I don't know. Fandoms kind of like uh, they they go beyond the pale a little bit to me. And this this isn't like this isn't like the memes and shit when people start like plopping jokey jokes on Twitter and they start taking the criticisms in stride and making fun of it. That's funny. That's okay. Haha. As long as the joke is good, then I'm on. Then I'm all aboard. Mm-hmm. But when you're starting a petition, holy shit! I can't believe that like at least two thirds of the people that sign that thing have families to take care of, much less jobs to it's. <laughs> other adult obligations to uh to uh to us to see to you know
2: my my favorite thing about the people signing these petitions are is that these are the same people that were making fun of the guys who were signing petitions to release the snyder cut of justice league
0: oh yeah oh yeah they're all like warring tribes of dipshits right yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like <laughs> it's like all right guys seriously you're all dumb uh-huh. cut it out like it's just, it's you, like you know what you know. What these people are—they're like the scene at the end of Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where they walk up to the, the French castle. I just watched it earlier today, and, <laughs> and nobody comes out of this argument looking like the better man. Nope. ever. It's just entitlement is a word that, that's used cheaply a lot, especially when it comes to like video game fandom. So I hear it a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. And this is usually when it's used in reference to people that think the Epic store is full of shit. No, I'm sorry. The Epic store is shit. That's not entitlement. That's me being a uh, uh, being an aware consumer. Uh, whatever. That's another rant for another day. Uh, but but stuff like this go, does it does go a little bit. It goes past the horizon. Yeah. And there's a there's an uncharted land back there that nobody really needs to. Uh, nobody needs to glimpse for themselves.
1: I'm just glad <laughs> I get to sleep in an extra hour and a half on now. Oh, yeah. Isn't
0: that nice? Cause, yeah,
1: because I would watch it before going into work because yeah. I knew I would not survive. Those people people talk at work like crazy. Oh my god,
0: yes, that's that's.
1: I mean, even if <laughs> I go to get a mic check from somebody, he's like, oh, and, and he's telling about the the episode from the night that's, before. That's that's
0: why I gave up on spoilers for this particular show. Even if I had managed to avoid Twitter for that long, holy shit, people jaw off like bastards. Just like chatty fucking Kathy's at work, like you wouldn't believe. So there are like people. There's not only people like talking spoilers, but there's people getting pissy at the people that are talking spoilers. And it's like you know, between the two of you, somebody who like would like to see the show at stock uh, is, is isn't gonna is gonna survive this. So you know, gonna eh, cut my losses. Try to forget what I had heard about the show up until the point where I get to watch it again, and hopefully it won't suck balls like say I don't know Westworld season two. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah, fantastic testimonies! Oh, thanks, guys. Absolutely genuine and real. <laughs> and if you want to give a genuine testimony as well, go ahead and search for IMDb Journey. You can find us on all your favorite podcast sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify.
1: So come along and join our journey.
2: So I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap things up. Uh, mm-hmm. This has been a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, so so enjoy episodes uh, that you have just watched or listened uh-huh. to. Uh, episode sixty and sixty one, or sixty one and sixty two, or perhaps twelve and nineteen and three. Yep.
0: This um, was an imp- this was an impressive episode, uh, even for the uh, bullshit super bar that is nerd or not.
2: <laughs> oh, the super bar! <laughs> I missed the super bar.
0: Everyone misses the super bar. That's why we offer this super bar of nonsense and useless trivia to the good people of uh, the numerous and endless uh, array of fandoms everywhere.
2: So, guys, thank you for watching. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Be sure to do so if you have not Mm -hmm. already. I want you guys to come back in two weeks as we drop Mm -hmm. some new content and we will be talking about fucking something, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> we'll probably be complaining at one point and gleefully extolling the virtues Just, of something else, yeah, because that's what all our episodes are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pretty um, much. I mean, it's not like this is quantum physics talk, the quantum physics podcast or anything. Which well, kind of uh, was earlier, uh, yeah. a, bit, a bit yeah. Because <laughs> I guess it was needed, or no, none of this is ever needed. Quantum a theory, bit, yeah. a little
2: bit of light quantum theory, nothing, nothing too serious. That's that's right.
0: it was parenthetically related.
2: But be sure to be sure to subscribe, uh, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, like us on Facebook, subscribe everywhere you're able to uh, mm-hmm. on Tout. As always. Be sure to follow, it. and Bob shakes his head. One day,
0: <laughs> you, you tease town every fucking week. I know, week. I get it, I get this, I get this, all right? This is your phillipsism, isn't it? Yes. Buy your books with cash. Yeah, exactly, that's what you're eat some everyone. ants. Okay. Yeah. Eat some <laughs> ants, and pound your conch, that's conch, as often as you can. And
2: as always, <laughs> welcome to the Guild. This podcast is part of the Somebody's Buddies Network. You're never alone when you've got some buddies